When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. We got some time here with our friend Seth Joyner, who is sponsored by Bradford White Water Heaters. To find a plumbing professional there, you go to bradfordwhite.com. Seth, great to see you today. How you doing? I need his mic on, Joe. It always works better. Hi, Seth. (laughs) Good morning, gents. Now, what I just saw there was heartwarming. It was a renewal of relations and fun between two of my favorite people on the post-game show last year. And just this week, I learned how to punch in YouTube on my TV. Really? So I could watch you. I didn't do it yesterday, but Joe Wechter did. And he said you're not too thrilled with ESPN. Is that correct? No. How the hell does a 12-1 and one team <clears throat> wind up being the fourth best team in the NFL? How is it that the Cowboys can be <clears throat> two games behind the Eagles, yet they're favored to win the Super Bowl over the Eagles? I don't know. All right, but no did sense. you see anything yesterday that uh, supported ESPN's position? Hell no. All right, hold on. I have an update <laughs> from ESPN this morning after yesterday's action. Oh, they Johnson, must have heard me yesterday. No, not, not at now, all. Hold on a minute. Go ahead, John. So the, the analytic that ESPN uses, their chief analytic when they put out the shows and give out what they call the football power index. The number one team in the NFL, according to ESPN's FPI, is the Dallas Cowboys. Even now, Seth, after they almost lost to a 1-10-1 team while the Eagles obliterated the Giants. Are they trying to get under our skin? Whoever wrote that algorithm needs to be fired. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Right? right. It's impossible. It's absolutely impossible. You beat this team previously, and this team's only got one loss, and yet their favorite to get to the Super Bowl, what, is Dak Prescott favored to be the MVP now too? Well, that's the real thing. Jalen Hurts versus Dak Prescott. Give me your thoughts right now about the two quarterbacks. Oh, light years. Yeah. Light years. I mean, Dak goes through these periods where he's, you know, a turnover machine. I mean, people got to stop and think. Jalen Hurts is completing almost in the high 70s um, percentage-wise his passes. Um, and he's only got three interceptions, three interceptions. It's amazing. Through 13 games. You know how hard that is? Ah! As much as it, he's got a 1,000-yard thousand receiver, he's got a 1,000-yard running back. Um, You know, Devontae Smith is, I believe, he's like 270-something, maybe 80-something yards away from him having a, a, a second you know, thousand yard receiver, and if Dallas Goddard doesn't get hurt, he might be a thousand a thousand yard tight end. Absolutely, yep. <clears throat> it's an amazing thing. I want to ask you about the other side of the ball too, Seth, because um, we saw a three sack performance by Brandon Graham at thirty four, mm-hmm. and he's not getting more than half the snaps that the defense is on the field. How's he doing that now? BG is a vet. BG knows how to play the game. Um. And they've got so much talent across the board. And, you know, listen, I love what Howie's done. 
There was a whole lot of talk at the beginning of the year about the the Buffalo Bills and how much depth they had on their defensive line. They were like nine deep with all these guys that were interchangeable. And I think Howie Roseman has kind of taken a, a page out of the Buffalo Bills book when you think about all these players that they have in now. You've got guys that can step on the field. You're, what, three, four deep you know, defensive end. You're five, six deep at defensive tackles. So guys don't have to play an entire game. Although, you know, when I was playing, I wanted to be on the field every down. But, you know, we've evolved to a different way of doing things now. And now these guys that, that are a little older, they can step on the field and turn it up and go all out every play and just tap their head when they're tired and go out and get a break. And the next fresh, the next fresh wave comes on. Very deep. Seth, simple question. In your legendary career, did you ever play on a team as good as the Eagles team is this year? Not a complete team. Wow! Not, oh, not, they didn't even hesitate. Not not a complete team. No. Um, you know, listen, you know, I, I, our defense, I don't think, you know, could ever be matched what we did, the talent level that we had. But we didn't have on the other side of the ball what this team has. And when you look at this football team, they're balanced, they're complementary. Everything that they do, um, you know, complements each other. And for the last two weeks, with the exception of, with Sipos, you know, damn near breaking his foot yesterday. Yep. The special teams for a change has been somewhat special. Yeah, I'm also curious about the coaching, right? I mean, you played for some good coaches too, Seth. What do you think? I mean, this guy's in his second year. He's 12-1. and one. How's he doing that? Well, listen, he's 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 got a mantra. You know, I mean, he's he's got some things there that these – Veterans have bought in, and they're grabbing these young guys by the hand and pulling them along. Um, you know, someone asked last night, you know, hey, do you think, you know, how do they remain focused and non-complacent? Um, when you listen to Jalen Hurts, when you listen to Nick Sirianni, when you listen to um, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, you know, these guys aren't going to let these young guys, you know, get full of themselves and mess up, you know, what they've got. Um but, you know, Sirianni's got buy-in. And, you know, that's the hardest thing for any coach to have is to when you come in for for you to open up your bag and get those guys to look in your bag and buy into what you got in your bag. And he's, you know, in his second year, he's figured out how to do it. It's a tremendous. Yeah, people that email me and tell me how Seth Joyner always finds something to bitch about, he just did 10 minutes of positive talk about your Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> he understands the sport better than we do. Now, I will get into a little later hour when we're talking to Seth that uh, maybe a couple of things we would like to see addressed. But generally speaking, this team is spectacular. Embrace it. You're not going to see this often in your lifetime, Philadelphia. You're 12 and 1. Self is out of life from North Philly. Hi, Self. What's going on, Angie? How are you, man? What are you? How am I doing? I'm 12 and 1. I should be 13 and 0. They screwed me out of a face mask they missed. I'd be yeah. 13 and 0 right now. I'm glad Rhea mentioned it, too, because that kicker was sure, that punter was sure hit by two players out of balance. Yep. They got away with that. Oh, they did. I think so. That whole They got play, away with that. That was the only bad <clears throat> sequence in the game. Bad play calling, bad play. Uh, and then the guy gets hurt trying to almost get in the first down. That was an amazing play. He got that close. Yeah. And then they but, potted him at that cheap surface they used. Rhea saw it. He got his foot stuck. But, Angelo, I got to admit, I, I got to agree with you, man. 
first of all, I love your show, man. I'm gonna miss you when you're gone, and I'm just a fr- I'm a fresh caller to this show. Well, thank I'm gonna you. miss you when you're gone, but um, I gotta agree with you, man. I, but I told you, uh, 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 Steichen and 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 uh. Jonathan Gannon, man, I, I don't like him, man. Like, first of all, I'm going to tell you why ESPN got have the Eagles where they at. I disagree with it, but I'm going to tell you why. First of all, Jerry Jones. That's number one. Let's start there. Number two is the Eagles don't the, – the, the coordinators don't know how to put a team away and they don't know how to demolish a team. Like, that, the, the Giants shouldn't even have – first of all, that touchdown they got the first the, – that started off was only because they got away with hitting the kicker, the punter out of balance. So that gave them, you know, good field position or whatever, and they scored a touchdown. That was a gimme. You know what I mean? Second reason is, when you look at it, they shouldn't have scored the last. They, we got to stop teams from – we got to stop letting teams score. All right, Period. so, we got- hold on. I got to get – this is way more negative than I've ever heard Seth Jordan. So I can't wait there. Seth, itself is not happy with our coordinators at 12-1. and one. What do you think? You think you're slick, Angelo. You what do you really mean? Do. What do you this, think? This, this calls a plant. No, this, <laughs> this, call, this calls a plant to get oh, me no. ranting and raving and about something. And his name's Self. Stop No, it. Self, are we in any way affiliated or uh, in Rhea, any way? Rhea, self? can I get a thumbs up or a thumbs well, down no, back there? This, Come on. He's not a plant, but, uh, but Angelo did try to slickly do that. But I will say this. On that drive that led to that, that disastrous punt that caused you to sit I said, what did I say to it you? It was bad play call. I said to you, Steichen's trying to get a head coaching job before halftime. No, he I mean, self, uh, you know, it was. But, Self, that was you're, my looking only criticism. At, you're looking at a couple of blemishes in an otherwise no, was spectacular a game. performance. Yeah, was. Self, they did that in the rain. Listen, listen, Angelo, listen. Listen to me clearly. It's not the play calling on either side of the ball. It's the talent. These dudes know how to play the game. They know how to, the only uh, thing that I have a problem with is the defense don't know how to stay in their lanes. That's a problem for me. All right, all right, South, I got to stop. You're out of control <laughs> today. Barrett, say something. That guy, he's ripping them. They just won 48 to 22. I guess they just give wins out like, you know, they're just candy. You know, all right, you can take this win here. We have 12 wins. I mean, this is a team that's dominant in coaching. Um, it's dominant as far as player production. It's dominant Come as far on. as talent. You know, this. I mean, I don't know. Seth, how else you say it? First drive by the Eagles offensively. It's about as perfect a drive as you can have. Mm-hmm. Fifteen plays, eight your eight minutes on the clock. Great third down throws by. I mean, you saw that. That's Steichen's play call. Yeah, he screwed up in that one drive. But tell me about that first drive. Well, if my memory serves me correct, I think they only really ran the ball twice on that entire drive. Yep. Um, and coming into the game, um, the Giants' defense was ranked worse against the run than they were against the pass. Um, so you looked at the last two weeks, the Eagles ranked, you know, just piled up 360, 363 yards running. Then they turn around and come back the next week and they pile up 380 yards, 80-plus yards, you know, Jalen Hurts throwing the football. So, you know, the conventional wisdom, if you're the Giants' defense, is that, hey, you know, they're going to come in and they're going to attack our weakness. No, they attack their strengths to start, you know, and I was kind of scratching my head for a little while, and then all of a sudden in the second half they just started pounding the rock. Yeah. And they just complete domination. Um 
But that drive, you know, listen, absolutely. When I think about this offense, when I think about this team, so to speak, you know, if you ask me to give you one word, it's just pure execution. They out-execute you in every way. I don't know. That's it. You're right. And and they don't, you know, they're going to make – they're going to make mistakes because in an imperfect game, we all want them to play perfectly. We all want them to play the style that we want. I want Jonathan Gannon, Gannon to blitz 50% of the time. <laughs> but you know what? At the end of the day, um, they're getting it done, and they execute what they need to execute when they need to execute it. And on the defensive side, they have racked up 13 sacks in the last two games. Seth Joyner has information. 215-592-9494. Now, I got only one negative, and I'm going to present it to Seth when we come back. Mm-hmm. Are the Eagles too good? <laughs> Their what? own owner the hell with six me- minutes to go in the game. Their own owner seemed depressed and bored. Didn't he look like the, who's the guy in the, the Christmas past? What's his, why am I blanking? Uh, is Ebenezer? Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> he he was like, cold. Yeah, he was cold. He, that, those boxes that was are it. heated. Not he like, was in a box. But he's got the window open. Not well, when he got he, the windows open. I've been in, there in one of those before. Yeah. It's cold. Oh, yeah. I got a great idea. Shut the window. <laughs> <laughs> Two, one. All right, welcome back. We're having fun today because the birds are unbeatable. They're twelve and one, and they got screwed out of the only game they lost. They should be thirteen and zero right now. And Seth Joyner's here, and he's saying nice things too. So let's see if we can turn this a little bit and get a little more realistic here. Six minutes to go in the game, Seth Joyner. They show the owner up in the box. He looked miserable. He looked bored. He almost seemed depressed. What was he thinking in that moment? Damn, it's cold. That was it? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, he's not bored. He's not depressed. You know, his team, his franchise is going up in value. They win another Super Bowl again. Um, Trust me, he's not upset or depressed about anything. But listen, like I said before we went to break, I've been in – those boxes before, you know, when they got the windows open and it's 20, 30 degrees outside. It's like, are y'all serious? Oh, we want the feel of the game. You know, the energy. I mean, there's energy and heat. Close that damn window. And and the next time they don't do it, Seth has told me he's going to beat the hell out of them. No, yeah, okay. All right, now, Seth, here's the thing. And, and I got these numbers will not, maybe not blow your mind because you don't see them every week the way I do. I get emails during Eagles games. I give my email address out, radioman610 at gmail.com. I answer everyone individually. On a loss or a close victory, minimum 200 emails. Wow. Yesterday, up 21 nothing right away, 10 emails in the entire game. People in this city, I believe, are not truly happy like Johnson Unless they got something to complain about. Is this team actually too good? There's no such thing as too good. There just isn't. You know, they're they're playing, to your point, you know, we better enjoy this while we can. Exactly. Because, you know, in the world of sports, things always go in cycles. Um, And you've got, got, you know, Jalen Hurts playing at such a high level. Um, When, if he wins the MVP – and they win the Super Bowl, they're going to have to re-up him oh, in oh, the offseason. Big time. And if you do, when you do that, that's going to shift, 
you know, a lot of what you're doing personnel-wise because you you're going to have some crucial decisions that you're going to have to make from a salary cap standpoint. Yep. So, you, listen, enjoy this while, you know, while you can. A hundred percent. So here's all I want to ask you, all right? And I want – you're not prepared for this. I'm just giving it to you right now. At 12-1, and one, coming off a decisive victory of a division opponent, what is the thing Seth Joyner is most concerned about with this Eagles team? You know what, to be honest with you, they're playing at such a high level right now, and I don't even think that they're peaking yet. Um, you, the concern is going to be the special teams because that's the weak link. You know, at any moment, you know, they could pop one, run a run a kick back, or, you know, like yesterday, block a punt, um, b- block a field goal. You know, in, in, anything, those kinds of plays shifts, you know, the – outcome of games um but when you look at them from an offensive perspective no one has an answer because Jalen Hurts is the wild card when he's got the ball in his hands and he's running you know like like the touchdown you know my couldn't even get out in front of him you know and there was nobody there for my to even block I know he was looking for (laughs) someone I mean Hurts is is like get the hell out of the way I thought he was gonna run into Hurts yeah so I mean, when they're running plays like that, you know, their offense is predicated on numbers. And because they always have the numbers on their side when Jalen Hurts is running the football and you have to protect against that, then guess what? There's no answer for what they do. And defensively, they're just playing out of their minds right now. The defense, the defensive line has just, you know, taken it to another level. You know, the linebackers are playing well. The corners are playing well. You know, the biggest question is, you know, how quick can we get Gardner Johnson back, you know, after losing Blankenship yesterday? I would like Goddard back also. What is his injury? Yeah. My, uh, Johnson, it's Probably a lacerated a kidney. Oh, you're talking about Johnson uh, no, no, or no, Blankenship? No, 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 Blankenship. That's, that's it looked, looked, like, it looked like a knee uh, yeah. to me yesterday. I know, but right. I don't want to hear that. Let me just demonstrate to you what uh, Seth is talking about. Because yesterday was total domination by the best team in the NFL. And here is a montage of the greatest plays, as said by Mr. Merrill Reese and Mike Quick. Handoff, Sanders, Sanders, touchdown! Touchdown number nine on the season. On fourth down, Hurts back again. He's floating it for Devontae Smith, who makes the catch. The Giants miss, and he walks into the end zone. Oh, the my Giants gamble, flat out missed him. The Eagles 14, New York nothing. He is going deep, it is caught. A.J. Brown, touchdown! The Eagles are just devouring the Giants. Hurts is back. He's going to run. He comes to the five. Touchdown, Jalen Hurts. This is just smart quarterback. He breaks away at the 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Miles Sanders, touchdown. Wow. Oh, wow. Are you kidding me? How about that? Listen, this offensive line, they're so good. They block so well. Back again goes Tyrod Taylor. He steps up. He's hit. He's sacked. They got him, and the football comes loose, and the Eagles recover. Brandon Graham. This is this is a shellacking handoff. Boston Scott falls forward, and touchdown, Boston Scott. Final score, the Eagles 48, the New York Giants 22. I can't wait to hear people tomorrow tell us that the Cowboys are really the best team in the NFC. Sure, that's what they're going to say. Let them say that. And the ESPN came out with their power rankings, and they did say it. There has been a they change. Did. 
What do you mean there's been a change? There's been a change to the ESP rankings for uh, chances to win the Super Bowl. There is now a two-way tie for first between the Cowboys and the Chiefs. <laughs> Not even us! Come on, man. The Come e- on, man. The Eagles are wa- behind. Did they watch the games? Eagles are behind both. Ah, I better bring up an analyst, Mr. Big Rube. Hi, Big Rube. How are you, Big Rube? I'm good. But, like, I'm listening to y'all, and I'm like, well, y'all shouldn't even worry about it. The record speaks for itself. You know what I mean? Especially, Seth, the proof is in the pudding. And they know that with them doing the national thing with the Cowboys, so-called America's team and all that, that's what they appease in them. But at the end of the day, y'all got the record, and everybody collapsed yesterday. Even with uh, uh, Denver almost came back and beat uh, Kansas City, and Dallas almost lost the Texans, and then you saw the collapse with uh, Minnesota. So y'all sitting in the driver's seat, and it's, it's all good. So, Big room. No as worries. a Steelers fan, are the Eagles the best team in the NFL this season? They are. They're hands down. You know what I mean? Like I said last week, this is the first time in 32 years the Eagles, I mean, the uh, Steelers been bad. And, I, and I'm feeling and seeing it, and it hurts. But y'all in this city of Philadelphia, brotherly love, y'all got it. You know what I mean? Just cruise all the way to the Super Bowl. All right, Big Rube, I'm glad you called it. I had some other thing I had to run by you. Uh, Tom Brady, after a worldwide two-month search, has a new girlfriend. Say what? Have you seen her yet? No, I haven't. I didn't, I didn't know about her. No. Against all odds, this woman, mm-hmm. who is from Czechoslovakia and is oh. what uh, Johnson calls an influencer, uh, okay. Veronica Rajek. She, okay. he found somebody hotter than Giselle. He like he likes the foreign ladies. I noticed that. <laughs> no, it, I need to know how uh, Tom Brady, after a worldwide search, could find the hottest woman and that she immediately said yes to dating him. What's that about? Well, I mean, probably nine times out of ten, she's. I know she's. Like fifteen years younger than him. You know, you, how and, did you know that? Uh, she's I mean, no, you know, she's twenty six. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that, so with that, you know, and and especially in this days and age, you know, the, these new age guys are not really they they not brawny, they not men no more. You know what I mean? They don't they not bringing that high testosterone with them. So all I know uh, is young... it's Rube, one time in my life. I'd like mm-hmm. to see it go the other way. Like Tom Brady's forty five. I would yeah. like him to announce he's dating a sixty three year old. Um, your <laughs> wife is how much younger than you? Uh three years, I think. That's bull <laughs> and you know it. <laughs> all right. S- six years. Now keep going. <laughs> what is the age gap, Ange? It's nine. Is, uh-huh. that what, is it nine? But you That's know what? Right? I am very youthful of spirit. <laughs> yeah, my, my daughter, mom, she's ten years younger than me. So, I, all right, well, do me a <laughs> favor, Rube. What right now, Rube, Rube? Here's the thing: is this a sports talk? Rube, <laughs> listen to me. It's Tom Brady's girlfriend. You're Save damn us. right. It's sports talk. Save us, Rhea. All right, listen have to me. Some news. All right, in a second, yes. Rube. I need yeah. you, before the next time you call in, would you please Google Veronica with the K, Rajek? I, I want will. a full report on whether or not you think she's hotter than Giselle. 
Okay, and, and her, her her heels better be right. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, let me, well, I got to be honest. I got a lot of pictures of her rear end, but I don't have her feet. Okay. Uh, something, I, I, to, something to research later today. Uh, you know rear ends pretty well. All right. All right. Uh, Thursday, uh, Thursday I'll, I'll give you a, uh, the, the whole juice. All right. Now, what I need to know, Johnson's looking for some chicken. That's right. Where can he get your chicken? Oh, man, you know, Chef, follow me on uh, Chef Big Rube on Instagram and come holler at me at Pitches Pub, Manny Uncle Main Street. You know what I mean? Y'all might catch Butch there, too. <laughs> you know what's good about it? Because this girl's on Instagram, too. You could kill two birds with one song. Oh, I'm about, to, I'm about to go Google it right now. All right, you do that. And are there any pictures, provocative photos of you also, uh, Rube? No, not me, but, but, but the ladies I capture with my camera eye. Damn right. Thank you. Big Rube. Holla. All right. Anyway, I got one more for you, Seth, before we say goodbye till next week. Wow. True or false? True or false? Anything less than a parade for the Eagles this year is is a failure. True or false? No. No? No. They're the best team in the NFL. You just said it. It's nonsense. Because, you know, there's so many factors that come into you know, getting to getting to the playoffs first of all, which they're already in, and winning. You know, listen, I I played in two Super Bowls. I lost one and I won one, and the one we lost was by like, you know, the the loss was so minuscule. So there's so many factors that goes into it. You can't sit here, especially in the game of football, basketball, baseball, hockey. That's different because you know. You play all of these games, and then you go into these five to seven game series. You know you got multiple opportunities. In in football, you got one chance: is win or go home. So you can't tell me that in the seventeen game season you get to the pinnacle, and anything can happen from injury, you know, to coaching, player error, referee error. You know, Ooh, and then you, and, and then you turn around and you say the season was an abject failure. Now. 32 teams want to be champions when you when they go to training camp starting at the end of July. Does that mean that all 31 teams that don't win the championship are now failures? Absolutely not. If you ain't first, you're last. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was you highly might, – you might, you, you, might, you might be. You might be. But if I'm a young player and I'm, and I'm trying to get better and I get better throughout the course of 17 games, okay, that's not a failure. Because my All career, right. my career has stepped forward, and I expect to step it up another notch next year. So you can't look at it that way. You... I won't be here next year. I don't care. <laughs> Seth Joyner, that's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Joyner, we love you, brother. You got Thank it. you, Seth Joyner. Right, when bro. we return, Austin Artie addresses the love ESPN has for the Cowboys. Aria, you yeah. have an update? You're going to put Good in the news. update here? No, we have no updates. That's why I need to All get right. it out. Reed Blankenship. Reed Blankenship will not be long-term IR. According to Mike Garofalo, they're thinking that it's a uh, low-grade uh, sprain. Which is That's good. nothing. Which is good. Good Please, news. shoot it up. Get him out there. Oh, my God. Hi, welcome back. 944. Johnson has been giving me his life philosophy, uh, and, and now I really do want to kill myself. <laughs> but on the line with us, on the line with us, responding once again, Johnson, the power rankings of ESPN indicate the Eagles remain third. 
That's correct. Behind both the Cowboys who are one and the Chiefs that are two. That's correct. Here to analyze that is a Cowboy enthusiast, Arson Arnie. Hi, Arnie! <laughs> Angelo, and, and bear with me because I'm really tired. Yep. They can kiss my ass, okay? Yep. You know what? You, you said the right thing a little while ago when you said they don't like us, we don't care. We really don't care. I, I hope they hate us because we're going to be in their face for the next five years, all right? Oh, Let me tell fine. you something. And let's cut, let's cut to the chase. The game of the, the National Football League game of the year is going to be December 24th for everything. We, we kicked Dallas's ass December 24th. We, we, we win the conference. Yep. That's we it. win it all. We win it all. And I'm glad because they, they suck at that station. They, I can't stand them. All right, so just tell me something, Arnie. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm trying to picture a Arson Arnie Christmas. Uh, uh, do you have the whole family over? We, How's that going I, to play it, out? It, it, it will be about twenty of us, the, oh. the family, you know, eat, eating like govones and farting a lot. You know how it goes. All right, know. but Arnie, if the Eagles beat the Cowboys, oh, one no. of the greatest Christmases ever. Angela, correct? come on, dude, come on, man. How good could that be? How good? Uh, how good could that be? Because we, we are going to kick their ass. Then I I can't believe. We're, we're, we're dominating teams, and they're still not saying we're the best. Good, good. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. We're going to punch Dallas in the face. The Bears, they're nothing this week. It's all, I'm hoping we, we don't get caught looking ahead either. You know, that could happen. No, so I got to tell you, Arnie, that's a beautiful I'm, – I'm picturing it right now. It's well, Christmas Eve. The snow uh, is falling lightly on our windows. It's at my house this year. It's at my house. And yeah. and we punch Jerry Jones in his broken face. How's that? Throat, throat punch him. Chop him in the throat. That's it. Yes. I love it. I Angel, love it, Arnie. Angel, oh. this, is, this is turning out to be yep. the, the great. What, what a swan song you're going out on. You're ah. going to retire and the Eagles are going to win the Vince Lombardi Trophy. Oh. Nothing, nothing. We got. Let's look at this. Executive of the year is going to be Howie. Oh we yes, he is. Coach of the year is going to be Nick. Okay, yep. and MVP is going to be Jalen. And if you don't like it, tough, tough, tough. Okay. If you don't oh. like it, kiss our ass. Kiss my fat ass. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're taking everything. <laughs> we're taking. Oh. We're taking your kids' food. I don't care. That's our Christmas message. If We're you gonna... don't like it, kiss our ass. You don't like Merry it, Christmas. kiss my ass, baby. <laughs> and, and, and everybody already knows, leave Arnie alone when he goes down the basement. Leave yeah. him alone. Uh, Arnie, you're my hero. I, I love, love you, you brother. I love you. Austin, Arnie, yes. That's it. That's the family Christmas this year. Eagles win. Kiss my ass. Oh, there's the spirit. You know what? I'm going to put a mistletoe in my bathroom. Oh, God. You know, what are you? How about that? How about that? If her says, hey, you just take the deuce, you just flush it. That's all it is. It's appropriate And then kiss my Hey, Ava Grave, who's on the hot seat? Well, this is going to seem a real lackluster now after Arnie. Today, ESPN is on the hot seat. Brought to you by Xfinity, the fastest internet in Philadelphia and the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Lounge. Let's see. Ladies and gentlemen, I demand a heartfelt apology by ESPN for the idiocy they inflicted upon our fan base last week, suggesting 
that a group of computer nerds decided to look into computers and indicate that the Cowboys were 50-50 to go all the way to the Super Bowl. I like how they, they want to last and we're number one because we like that. We feed off of that. But, you know, we're going to show, we're going to prove to them because the numbers don't lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one likes us. We don't care. But I'm with you, Angelo. I still demand an apology. Rhea, do you demand an apology? From Greenberg especially. Yeah, And that's just for last week, ESPN, because now we have a whole other reason to be angry. A new stat that ESPN has just put out. Super Bowl win percentage. Updated. Go ahead. You want to know it? No. (laughs) The team right now, on this Monday morning, who has the best chance to win the Super Bowl in the NFL is the Dallas Cowboys. Ah! Cowboys are frauds, and there's no reason that ESPN should have them that high. Yeah, and we're not even second. We're ranked third to win. Shut your mouth, ESPN. We all know who the best in the NFL is. We're going to the Super Bowl. Please believe it. Beautiful. That was Matt. That was like poetry to me. Ava. That was beautiful. Mike's up from Baltimore. Hi, Mike. Uh, you missed a beautiful song by uh, Big Mama Baltimore. She was going to sing a song for, uh, I think his name was Tony, to get him. I think it was Tony, but whatever, Sonny, whatever his name is, get him on the oh, radio. Sonny get him from on the, the Blue yeah. Notes. Yeah, he had a great song. She'll have to call you back on that one. Well, have her uh, call me back. I need music. I'm, I like music. I know. You would have loved it. It was a great song. All right. But uh, and I'm sorry I missed Seth because yesterday I was watching an old game, the House of Pain game. Yeah. And it was the long version. And God, did they call his number the whole game? I mean, it was it was like a, a moment for Seth. It was big game, big game. Seth loves that. <laughs> and Seth said, and remember, he was on a Super Bowl winning team and one that didn't win. And Seth said, this is the most complete team, more complete right, than any yeah. team he played on. He said that. And I agree. I agree. And I'm looking forward to, you know, the, the defense coming out a little bit more, too. I mean, we have some serious quality depth on that defense. Ah! And, and uh, you know, if they got to lean into the defense, I think they can do it. And I, it. that's why I'm really confident that no matter who they play and when they play and how the game looks, they're going to be in the games. Beautifully said, Mike. I appreciate it. Let me go to Atlanta. Tracy's here. She loves Hurts. Hi, Trace. Good morning. <laughs> he wasn't too bad yesterday either, Tracy. Setting new records every week. <laughs> and then the way he talks, it's like none of this, it's not important. The only thing that's important is the next game, winning the next one. His mentality is perfect. And the rest of the team takes it on. What I tell you a while ago, we don't have all that dissension, all that nonsense and bickering on the sidelines. Everybody is following his lead. And he's now, I think, the odds-on favorite for the MVP with the first team to clinch that playoff first. And don't worry about ESPN. It's a simple word for what they're doing. It's called pandering. That's what they're doing. They're pandering. I don't need an apology. I'll just watch them eat crow like I'm watching everyone else. I want an apology today, and I'm trying to light up somebody from ESPN to come into the studio so I can punch him in the face. (laughs) I don't need a punch in the face. We'll just sit back and when we win everything. And watch, if we go ahead and we beat them in Dallas, they'll find some other excuse Mm. to still pump up Dallas. It's not going to matter, but that's okay. That's when we always win, when we're the underdogs. Let them keep underestimating us. You're classier than me, Tracy, a lot classier. Listen, if I do get this ESPN person to come in, 
Barrett, could I get you back to defend me? Because I, I, if I, got I punch you. somebody, I got they're going to kick my ass. After I got that. you, man. I have to choke somebody, man. I've done it before. You have done it before. No one ever messes with you, right, Barrett? No, I, I, I like to say that uh, they don't. Well, no, they would, they would get killed, right? <laughs> but I, I was noticing when Seth was here. He was a linebacker. You were a lineman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we played against each other, If too. you needed to. You could kick Seth Joyner's ass, couldn't you? <laughs> what are you that's my, that's my dog. That's, that's my dog, What are man? you doing to this guy? If that's he my, needed to. I'm saying, like, if, if if Seth were attacking me. You could sell tickets. <laughs> if Seth were attacking you, Barrett would grab a chair well, on, and look, sit down and walk. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> Rhea, stop it. The reason I booked big guys in here on Mondays is just in case th- something goes awry. <laughs> okay. All right, on the line. I only got 30 seconds for him, but you don't want to miss Will of God. Hi, Will. Yo, what's up, man? You know what? I'm, not, I'm on my way to the hospital. You know what? And Sunday, and on Thursday, you know, I can't believe I got booed on my son's birthday by the Boo Boo Girls. The Boo Boo Kitty and... You got booed? Remember, remember I made that song of this, like the girls was like booed? I guess it was the Boo Boo Girls who got in the studio. All right, but wait a minute. Did you say you're on the way to the hospital? Yeah, and today's my, um, me and my wife's anniversary. Happy birthday, baby. Um, right, yeah, now, I, what are you I'm, doing? I'm, what are you going to the hospital for? I was doing a tree job, right? You know, the big 26-foot um, New York truck. So I went to the dump site, and I was pulling the tree, and it, and it broke. And I flew in the air like Superman, face first, hit the bag with my chin, and the, and the tree that was on the ground hit my, hit my, hit my ribs. Lucky it didn't go through it. But it just, every time you move, it goes, it, it, you can feel it move. Wait, wait, you think you broke a rib? I pray to God I didn't break a rib. Are you in any pain right now? Yes. (laughs) Did you you hit? Now, this is a great call for Will of God. Somebody said in my ear, so are the listeners. (laughs) Will, Will, did you hit your head? Is your head okay? No, I just hit my chin. That's about it. That guy was kind of muddy that day. But, you know, my chin hit the ground. It was bad. My cousin was was laughing so daggone hard, he started crying. Your cousin was laughing when you broke a rib? Yeah, first you said, are you all right? Then he just started laughing hysterically. Your cousin's a loser. I got to go, Will. I I ran out of time. John Rodney, Don John, I just got word the midday guys will be talking Eagles today. Yes, they are going to be conversing on the the bird. (laughs) It's time to do a wrap. All right. Line of the day is sponsored by Regency of Furniture. Affordable, Affordable never looks so good. Now... I'm not saying that this is uh, the right thing here, but Joe Wechter, after we found out that it was, Sonny, this was terrible, that Sonny, who we had on the show last week, had previously made headlines for having his prosthetic leg stolen. Out Joe Wechter, the woman stole that man's prosthetic leg. Yes. What is she going to do with it? And I said, do we even know her name? And he said, all we know is she's called Eileen. That is wrong. <laughs> so that is wrong. We got an update on that, by the way. We got an update? Yeah, her name wasn't Eileen. It was Margaret. She goes by Pei.